All right, Lady Ada, what is this? I'm all pink haired again, and that means it's time for show and tell. Actually, those things are not related, but uh, I'm back on my bullshit. And so <laughs> is everyone coming by here and showing off all their projects, whether it be 3D printing or soldering or coding or machine learning or what have you. You're all welcome, even if you don't have pink hair. I'm going to be here for about 25 minutes. Uh, everybody come by, show off what you're working on, Ada for Peeps and Peeps from Community. And then after that, we're going to go to do Ask the Engineer. So let's start it off with Sean. Sean in for DigiKey. Digi How's it going, Sean? What hey, you Sean. working on this week? Oh, I am just figuring out another visually rather boring demo, but I'm going to show you the code in just a second here because I am learning about something called async IO in Python and MicroPython. And from chatting or seeing Scott's input, CircuitPython, it, there's been a lot of requests for it for CircuitPython. Um, let me share screen, share screen. And so what I have done previously is a real-time operating system where we did preemptive multitasking. And I've got a whole series on that if you want to check it out. Yeah, where the, where the scheduler stops whatever task is running to run another task. And it lets you run two tasks at run once or more, something like this. You say set up, and then you start running tasks with multiple while loops. So the other thing you can do is this thing called cooperative multitasking, which I think is super cool. And that's where the scheduler doesn't stop a task, but you have to write your code in such a way that yields the processor to other tasks. And if you don't do that, well, your tasks are just going to hog the entire processor. So if I bring up Thani here, you can see my MicroPython code. I'm using their micro or uasync IO to accomplish this. And to do this, and this is new stuff I'm learning in Python, you can actually define these things called coroutines, and you can set them up set them up as these tasks with these while forever true statements that run forever. But as long as you are yielding them with these await functions, you can yield the processor to run another task, which I have going on down here. So in this one, here's another while true that awaits a button press, and that's what I've got on my little Raspberry Pi Pico here. And this actually executes this function up here and only returns when it senses that button. All the while, this blink code is still running. You can see the blink code going here. And when I press the button, and what it's doing is it's using a queue. It times how long it takes me to press the button between button presses, sends that over to this task up here, and then updates the delay function. So it's just kind of a silly demo to show how to run multiple tasks at the same time using Python. And I'm gonna stop sharing. I like the demo, it's a good, it's it's straightforward and it shows input and output. So I think it's a very nice demo. <laughs> Thank you. I, I hope it gets people excited about the idea of multitasking, which is kind of a weird concept to wrap your head around. Yeah, try it. I think CircuitPython actually does have async IO, so you might wanna see how Ooh. they run CircuitPython. We do, I know that we had it and then we did the update merge and then I don't know. Take a look. It might be there. It means okay. it's going to be very similar. I, I tried 7 Alpha, and it didn't seem to work, so maybe I'll ping uh, Scott about that. Yeah. Scott, Scott's in a, in a Bluetooth hole, um, but when, oh. he comes out of it, when he comes out of it, he can take a look. And we have a bunch of stuff to do for 7, so open up an issue if it's not working. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Sean. Thanks so much, Sean. Next right. up, Melissa, how is the cat situation uh, going at your home? Coming along, I showed this off last week, but this is a little. Uh, I've created this stand and I attach this wheel with some keys so it can kind of jingle a little bit as it turns. Uh, and so I'm going to go ahead and start it up here. Uh, sometimes it misdetects because uh, I haven't trained it for every possible situation. 
So uh, right now I have it pointing at my iPad here, and it sees no cats. And then I'm going to swipe here, and it sees a cat, and so it starts uh, turning just a little bit here. Um, they'll go like three times, and then they'll start going a little bit uh, harder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Second. Number three. That was right, a bit scary. Get okay, scared. now now the cat's not getting scared away. Damn, so. <laughs> and if it did text multiple cats, it would just get right into. Okay. Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta be aggressive. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Good work. And this Pretty is now nice. a live guide on learnaboutadafruit.com. This is Microsoft Love. You did a cool demo with that with the bakery, and now it's the cattery. Yeah. All right, and we'll play this video uh, tonight on Afternoon Engineer as well. All right, thanks, Melissa, and sorry to the cats. Sorry, cats. <laughs> Jeff Epler. Hi, Hi there. What's going on? Well, um, I am, well, let's see. First of all, last week I brought my calculator, and as of now, the guide is live. So check that out if you want to wire that up yourself, order some custom PCBs and all that. Uh, but I wanted to show another thing that I've been looking at and give me a moment to switch my camera over here. So this is the other model of the keyboard that I put together, but this is running as a HID keypad and I've got an N key rollover demo. So I'm going to start by typing over here on my regular keyboard. And after you get to six, you just can't do anymore what? because that's a common limitation of USB keyboards. Mm. But with CircuitPython 7, we are doing these um, custom USB HID descriptors. And one of the things you can do is enable a bunch of keys at once. There are 20 keys here. And if I could just get them all with my fingertips yeah. here, we'd get up to 20. There we go. And then it starts typing on the page. But uh, so I've written this up on my personal blog. And I think we're going to add it to a learn guide as well. But it's just some code you can put in your boot pie and then in your code. And you can send, I don't know, at least 20 keys uh, all at the same time. I think, I think what's cool. neat is like the USB support in Teeny USB and CircuitPython is so powerful. It enables a lot. Like this is pretty amazing that you can turn, you know, we have HID and we use the regular six, you know, key, um, you know, pressed support, which is good for like 99% of people. But if you want NQ rollover, you don't even have to recompile your code. You can just right. load in a new descriptor mm -hmm. and it just like works. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So Dan Halbert added that and it is a big feature of CircuitPython 7 and taking it for a test drive and it works great. All right. Sweet. All right. Nice job. Thanks so much, Jeff. Looking forward to the page on the guide. So cats might hate the previous project, but they're going to like this one because they want to type more on the right. keyboard. They do. They want to type all the keys. Yes, they love that. Just sit all on the right. keyboard, just press them all. Next All right, next up, up. Noe, Noe, how's it going? What you got going on this week? Hey folks, this week um, I got a little stand for the macro pad. So this is a little bit different. It's got two hinges. So there's a hinge right here at the bottom and a hinge up here at the top. So the thing is that you can set this up so you can prop up your macro pad. And it's so risky doing this with a macro pad because like, I'm going to type something. I'm going to close Safari. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to open up every window. It's going to order something. I like this simplified design, though. It's like very elegant. Yeah, it's got like a wireframe. Yeah, it's got like yeah. a wireframe kind of thing. It prints in place, so it's all assembled. You can kind of take it apart. Like this little piece comes off, but, you know, that's Ooh. just a bit of the design. Like um, and then the, the macro pad is secured with the, uh, the, the M3 screws, so they just get tied there. And you can use the back plate if you want or not. I just kind of threw that in there because it looks really cool. Um, it prints without any support, so that's that's always the thing I try to do. 
And yeah, it's parametric. So folks want to like modify, they can download the Fusion 360 file and like thicken it up or or maybe add some spots here for those rubber feet. I've been thinking maybe we can do that. Uh, but I got it thin, you know, it prints in like an hour and a half or so. So pretty good in terms of like printing quickly yep. uh, for something this big. Um, but yeah, check it out. We got a, a quick little learn guide. Um, and um, shout out to Stuart. Uh, he actually printed it out already. He printed it twice. And it was yeah. nice to see when somebody with a different printer prints your thing and it's got like, you know, a print in place hinge or, or something that has height tolerances, it's nice to see it work on a different printer. Because a lot of yeah. times, like, I don't know if this is going to work. Throw it out there. Uh, hey, it worked. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. We'll be playing this video and also your speed up. Uh, thanks for timing it right with the season finale of Loki as well. Yeah, we're yeah, going sure. to watch that, 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 that tonight. I going to, like, press your quick button. It's, a last, it's, holding, it's holding the cable. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Next up, JP, what you got going on this week? Hey, well, here's what I've got going on. Uh, I'm doing some macro pad stuff. I was actually working on uh, the macro pad library, testing out the macro pad library that Katni's been uh, writing. And one of the cool things that she's got working now is a simple rotate um, argument when you create the macro pad object. So this essentially does all the math for you to rotate the screen and the buttons uh, either upside down, sideways, that sideways, or kind of regular side up. Um, and uh, the code that I've written for this is actually sort of like a, I called it kind of like a lineman's handset for MIDI. So uh, what this does is it lets you just test out a few notes. It's a small keyboard. And I've just got plugged into uh, my laptop here running a free uh, essentially emulator of the old Radio Shack uh, slash Moog synthesizer, the MG1 from the early 80s. Um, but what's particularly cool on this is since we have the screen and we have our rotary encoder on here, I can uh, choose different presets, which is a MIDI command for picking essentially banks uh, of, of different presets. So you've usually got different sounds that have been patched together and stored. So I can try that one, but then I can That's a good one. Nice. So these are all um, just rearrangements of the controls that are built onto the synth. It's a subtractive synth that has two oscillators. It has uh, some filters and uh, a little bit of a modulator in there. And so there's a lot you can do with that amount of control, but just going in there and flipping dials, uh, which is which is fun. Uh, sometimes you just want to try out. You want to see what, what the designers created in there in the first place and then maybe diverge from there. Uh, oh. So there's one that just kind of does noise. And uh, so that's all being sent as these little bank commands. Then I can also click my little encoder here and switch over to sending some uh, controller change, some CC. So in this case, I'm just going to move that filter. And you could set that up to be different uh, controls, even have a lot of them on there if you, if you wanted to. Uh, and then I also threw in a pitch bend. Switch backs. Ooh, that's a fun one. So um, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. I might just do that for the next hour or so. You can tune in and out if you like. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna be showing this on my show tomorrow and diving into this new uh, library, this uh, this macro pad library that makes it even more convenient than it already was to do things like check the keys, light up the keys. You can see here, I've got it changing 
the colors of them as I as I move through the banks just for fun. Uh, I know you can do this for hours. We got we got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm getting out of here. Come by I know. tomorrow. I know. Come go to the show. You should do a show. I'm I'm fixing to do just that. We I feel bad because I'm actually like really disturbed. You like, can I do a show. Well, we're gonna play some of this and more on Super. African Engineer tonight as well. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you, JP. Thank you, JP. All right, next up, Liz. Hey, Liz. What's going on? Hey, uh, everyone's talking about keyboards, but I right. have a mouse project. Um, so uh, this is a blue fruit feather, and it's using the onboard accelerometer to move around my cursor. Oh, yeah, look at this. And then when I cover up the light sensor, I can scroll. And if I go Ooh. far down, it'll go fast. Or if I go a slight angle, go nice and slow or really fast. And then if I want to click on something, I use the onboard um button and we can check out um, you can do it. guide okay scare some cats yeah and i need to scare mine actually because they're kind of tearing around as i'm doing this and um, is this bluetooth hid or is this yes it is yes okay. uh, yeah that's cool, that's cool. yeah uh, so nice i'll change up my camera so i can say hi or of course i'm controlling my mouse while i'm doing that so yeah asking <laughs> i think um one of the neat things that we wanted to do with CircuitPython and now that we can do a lot of this stuff is have people interact with their computers in different ways. And you saw the project uh, that we just talked about, all these HID descriptors and all that. You can mash 20 buttons, you can do all this. And um, we have a keyboard, we have maybe mice now, and now people can reimagine like how they want to interact with, with their devices. Yeah. Super and. Cool. Uh, one other quick thing I was working on um, was I started playing with the uh, 2020 um, open hardware badge, which is the watch. Oh, yeah. um, and so I wrote like a little thing where you can um, kind of manually set the time on the watch. Um, and then when you set it, um, it turns the display off. And then when you press the button, it brings the time back on to save battery. Um, and I kind of want to write some stuff where like you have the clock on with one setting and then if you press another button, it'll show you like step count. Um, cause does that accelerometer on here? Um, and things like that do like kind of a disconnected smartwatch. We'll start Python. All right, Liz, you should try out Scott's new, uh, Bluetooth programming mode. You might dig that could be a good pairing for your stuff you're doing. Yeah. I I've been meaning to try that out. So I'll All definitely right. take a look. Yeah. Big tester in practice. All right. Thanks Liz. Cool. Right. Have a good one. Cool stuff. I, I like the new couch, couch mode. Liz. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Very comfy looking. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Liz. Next All right. up. Udicio? Udicio? Sorry if I can't say your name right. Um, your oh, mic? You're, I'm your mic? Yeah, you should unmute your mic. Hi. Hello. Uh, so, how, Hello. how do you say your name? Uh, what's the question? How do you say your name? Eldashu. Okay. Eldashu. Okay. Right. Show us your project. So, me and my father built this project. Is it is called Rectangular Wi-Fi Watch? It shows the time and it connects to the internet and take data from the website Open Weather Map. Map yeah. uh, like it it shows temperature, wind velocity, humidity, the day, the month, the year, and the pressure. Uh, it's used at the Windows D1. Basically, it is an ESP8266 that connects with the Wi-Fi, and we use at some libraries. Uh, with the libraries for the characters, for the dealing with the SP and the holder. And it's totally 3D printed. My father shows this model behind Ooh. with these little cute drawings. That's cool. And it took like a day for, for print everything. And it's very nice because we, we put 
in a place and we always look at it and it's very useful for us and we like it very much. It only it it uses uh, uh only five five volts of of tension. It's very low powered, you know. Mm. And it was very nice. It's in Portuguese. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, all project. We welcome. can we can understand it. Well, yeah. this looks great. I love the animations of the LEDs. Yes. They look really good. It's a very. It's my very father. Beautiful. My father. He 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 coded a lot of things. He he he's very very good coding. Uh, I think it's a very, great team up. A great teamwork. Huh? Yes, teamwork. teamwork. We we do a lot of projects here. It's very nice. All right, well, All right. congratulations. It's well, thanks beautiful. so much. And um, please keep coming back and showing your projects that you team up and with. Oh, yeah, really oh, for sure. I will. Yeah. Bye bye. All, All right. right. Thank you. Take care. All right. Next up. Okay, uh, Mitov. Hello. Mitov, how are you? Hello, guys. Uh, nice to see you again. Yeah. Hello. Well, I have been uh, uh, going lately, uh, generally speaking, Metro, variety of metros. I am mm -hmm. trying to go through my uh, box that I got a bunch of ops. It's going oh, all over the go. place. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fair amount of stuff adding uh, all of this that I got from you guys um, to Vizuino. And uh, let me quickly uh, share screen. Uh, uh, let's see. I hopefully know how to share, but uh, do you see the screen? Yep. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So right at the moment, I have a um, metro with um, air light, the, the metro express light. And uh, I think I lost connection, but uh, let me restart it quickly. Connect. And it will connect to the Wi-Fi, and uh, it will start uh, getting uh, prices of some shares. This is just a quick project that I uh, built in a couple of minutes. So yeah, it connected uh, to the network, it uh, got the IP address, and uh, now it will uh, start getting uh, quotes every uh, few seconds. Cool. So let's uh, give it a little bit of time while we're talking. And uh, yeah, now you can uh, create uh, projects for the Metro and the Air Light uh, in uh, seconds. The other interesting thing that I did is uh, since I was doing the Air Light, yeah, I think for whatever reason uh, it lost connection to the internet or the server for the quotation is uh, temporarily down. Mm. So unfortunately, okay. yeah, it was getting minutes ago quotations from the internet and uh, naturally for the show, it decided to stop. We believe you. We believe you. I'm known as a known cheater, so don't rush to believe me. No. Uh, mean, what I wanted to show you is I wrote um, uh, my own uh, air light uh, library, however, which allows you to connect as many as uh, you want air light uh, modules to your project. So you can connect to as many Wi-Fi's as you wish until you run out of pins on your board. And uh, they will all work together. And the library uses about 60 bytes only uh, to add uh, Airlift module. And it is also a non-blocking library. So it uses preemptive scheduling automatically on all of the Arduino boards. So it can work on uh, boards that have really small amount of RAM 
And especially if you want to have multiple modules, as example, I already have two modules in the project. Now I can connect to a different uh, network or start controlling daily this or whatever I want to do. And uh, so that's that's what's been happening in the last uh, week or so. All right, awesome. All right, well, thanks so much, and uh, continue to come back and show your projects. Yeah, absolutely. Love Thank you, guys. Software. It's been great to see it grow. Yeah, thanks Thank so you. much. Thank you. Bye. Okay, next All right. Mark, Mark out. How's it going? It's in the dark. It's good. So I have finished my lamp. Yay! <laughs> this might have been a lot more creepy looking if it wasn't summer and super bright behind me. That's okay. It's pretty cool. It has but, a little uh, creepy hollow vibe to it. Uh, is your head attached still? Everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super happy with how it turned out. Um, now that it's dark in here, I'm probably not going to be able to show this off. But the bottom now has the buttons and switch. The last part I was waiting for was a switch that could actually hook up to the LiPo uh, battery pack and handle the amperage of the that was going through to power all the NeoPixels inside. Um, I don't have any animations yet, but I can change the color. That's mm, good. Good. Green is creepy. Yeah, so it goes through all the basic uh, rainbow colors. Eventually, I figure I could uh, do a little bit more. Next step is to show this to all my friends. This was initially basically a curbside recycling thing that I found. That's right. And they, I had actually abandoned it at their house. And they threw it on my front steps one morning where it's sat for about four years. So it's now uh, found Born. another life. Congratulations. Yeah. Now, it's an, now it's an heirloom. It's, reu it's reused heirloom. Yeah. It'll last forever. All right. Nice work, Mark. And it's great to see you finish another project. Thanks a lot. Yeah, good stuff. It also could be a good um, light to put near something you're photographing. Um, sometimes our photographer and then also... Sometimes I take photos. Um, I've been using like colored LED lights instead of like messing around with software and just like trying that effect. So that might be. Yeah, something. if you can do the light balance automatically, that would be. Yeah. Doing a lot of my own photography too. Yeah, that could come in super handy. Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from playing around in apps and just like maybe doing it more with the actual camera and light itself. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks so much, Mark. Right, thanks, no Mark. Problem. All right, All right, that is our show and tell Thanks this everybody. week. Thank you, everyone, for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week. We very much appreciate it. We're here every single Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, hang out in Discord. Uh, we always put the link up, and all of these are on the different social media channels and more. Most people watch it on YouTube, but you can watch it on all uh, participating websites. <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. Ask an Engineer starts in about five minutes. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. See you in a few minutes.